What's up, guys? Praise the Lord to my friends and family and those that are my acquaintances. I'm not just kidding. Uh, Welcome to the Theology High podcast. And today, my lovely wife is joining me today. Hello. And that's her, ladies and gentlemen. And so we got to talk to you about something. Something that really dumbfounded me today please babe what was it um so we went to get a tea and the place wasn't letting anybody inside the doors so you had to order outside which like i mean fine i get it and they had one of those plastic covers that most grocery stores have at the cash registers right now between you know the people ordering and and the door. But this so, is but this is in in front of the door, like the door entrance. Not like you walk in at the cash, cashier. No, this is right in front of the on the front of the door. Yeah, so you basically can't walk in. So we went to go order and somebody from the very back yells that they can't come and take our order because we're not wearing masks. Hold but, up. But we're outside. Like, we are nowhere near the inside of the building. I mean, we were maybe three feet apart from the door, I guess. I don't know. We were outside. We were outside. We were literally outside, and we couldn't order because we didn't have a mask outside. And just, no one else was there. It was just us two. Yeah. I, it, it just, it just, it mind boggles, boggles me that. I have to have a mask on outside. I'm not, I'm not, we're, we're not even inside their store. We weren't, we weren't even inside. Yeah. So we're not going back there again. Yeah, we, we are not going back there. So we will take our business somewhere else. And uh, so we did. And we, uh, I got a lovely tea. I'm not going to say the name because, again, I don't know how this whole thing works. I don't want to get fined or sued or copyrighted. I don't know how it works, okay? So I'm not I'm not going to say, but it's bootylicious, if you get my drift. And if you know, you know, and if you don't, well, then, you know, then, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, but we're not going back there even after the coronavirus pandemic is over. Um, I was just telling uh, my wife that. There's this video that uh, they put like this kind of cream uh, on your hands and they're like having dinner or something. And then while they're doing what they're doing and after they finish like eating or whatever, they turn the black, the, they turn the lights off and they turn on a, a blue light. A black light. Yeah, I'm sorry. A black light. And... That cream was everywhere. I mean, it was everywhere. And um, I just don't understand uh, how people are wearing gloves. Okay. They're wearing gloves and they're taking them everywhere. They put them on in the morning. They go in their car. They touch their steering wheel. They touch, you know, their, uh, I don't know, their mirror, their face. Then they go to the store. Then they touch things. Let's say they're going to the grocery store. You're touching food. Uh, 
and you're touching the car, you're touching, you're touching, you're basically touching everything. You're touching everything. And yet somehow that protects you from COVID. No. I don't get it. I don't think they're actually protected. Well, I mean, you were showing me that video of um, the guy talking about the study. Oh, yeah. There is a study from 2015 that wearing a cloth uh, mask is actually not good for you. Uh, And it actually uh, does something to your immune system that it kind of weakens it a little bit. And... Because you're breathing your own CO2. Yeah. And it's not good for you. And again, there's no there's no scientific proof or there's no scientific experiments that wearing a mask actually helps with COVID. Now, let's say that's true, right? You know it can go through your into your eyes too, right? So so we should start wearing glasses from now on too. Like those people that wear like the face shields. I've seen a lot of those actually. People just wearing a full on plastic face shield. How much do you think people are or businesses are making making out of that? I don't know. Pretty good money though. I mean the masks, anyone can wear them or or make them, I mean. So Yeah, I know a lot of people that are making their own flashy masks. And are they even FDA approved? Doubt it. <laughs> also, I don't think people realize that you're supposed to wash it after each use. Mm-hmm. People are not doing that. They're not washing their mask. Y- like once you take it off, you, you're not supposed to put it back on again. Not even like in, a, in the same day. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be a one-time use. Even the, like the cloth ones. It, I mean, There's, any of them. They say that you're supposed to wash them every time, right? Yeah. Like every day. Yeah. So you should be carrying several around with you. And I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm, I'm like, I guarantee that people are not washing them every day. You should do a survey. Ladies and gentlemen, let's do a survey. Let's do it. People need to be honest and just say, okay, how many people are actually washing their masks after each use? I, it has to be low. Yeah. I mean, they don't even watch. They don't even wash their own chonies every day. What? I'm just saying, man, they have a bunch of, you know, stains and whatnot. You should really watch those too, ladies and gentlemen, especially, especially gentlemen's because, you know, we like to wear them chonies multiple times. What? Any you wear yours multiple times? Whoa. <laughs> what? No, that's ridiculous sometimes. Anyway, um, oh. um, so, so yeah, so that's what we kind of. We were talking about today, and it was just—it was kind of ridiculous that they couldn't really take our order because we didn't wear a mask, but we were outside. I just—I just couldn't understand that. I, I and if anyone, if you guys know why or why that is, please leave a comment uh, on the uh, podcast or a comment on my Instagram, which is. Theology High Podcast. And uh, so, yeah. Um, and I I do, I want to take a little moment just to appreciate uh, the people that are listening uh, to my podcast. And I hope that I am being some, um, 
I am being a an encouragement uh, to you guys and just to be able to calm you guys because the media what's doing right now is just doing this fear mongering and that's why people are so panicky because uh they're just panic you know all this fear people dying people dying people dying but yeah at the same time it's there's there's this nurse i'm, I'm pretty sure you guys seen it uh flying around on on uh, instagram there's she was saying that there's people that or, or nurses that are actually killing their patients how um well they're they're um obviously she's a lot better at explaining it because you know she's actually seen all this but they're giving them certain um i don't even know what to call them uh, but they're giving them something for example there if i can remember correctly she said that there is this one person that had a, a collapsed lung and that she he needed some some kind of medicine or something and they weren't giving it to them and so what happened was somehow some way that they, they said that it was covid and they injected something else and it just made his heart go fast and he just he just died that was just the one case or they're doing that no that was just one case like she's seen multiple things going on and people like people are dying but do you think they're doing that to try to spike the numbers up because hospitals so if you if you look at it through like the conspiracy theory side of it um they're getting money for patients that are hospitalized for COVID-19 so why why would you want to kill them off if because as long as long as they're a COVID patient that's all that matters so you think there's like a conspiracy to try to spike I'm, the numbers up too? I'm just saying the numbers don't, I mean, at the end of the day, the numbers don't even add up anyway. Well, yeah, they, they never have. You know, and then the CDC on May 1st, it changed. Oh, by the way, guys, I want to apologize for um, not doing a podcast last week. So what had happened was uh, I went to go visit, you know, my mom for mother's day i got everything ready and when i was at home i was gonna you know i got all my stuff out i was gonna record and whatnot and i totally forgot the power charger for my uh my uh my procaster pro and so <laughs> i couldn't uh i couldn't uh record so i do apologize for that and um but again, I I I do want to thank everybody that's listening and uh, just being a part of this journey and just giving me, you know, some time, you know, some time of your day, which I appreciate and I can't thank you enough for just giving me this opportunity to come uh, while while either while you're driving or you're at home or you're working in the office listening to this podcast. You know, I, I I appreciate that, and I again, I'm sincerely grateful for you guys, and just just be with me, and hopefully we can, you know, grow together and and see and see this uh, this whole journey through. So, 
before we go with the whole numbers thing, I was talking to a friend of mine, and uh, you know we grew up with each we grew up with each other, and um, uh, we were kind of going back and forth uh, on social media, and you know he was giving me his side, I was giving him my side, uh, and at the end of the day, guys, there's always gonna here. If you guys believe that the government is really, really um, protecting you or is really, uh, the government really cares for your well-being. I mean, is there a possibility of that? I mean, I don't know. Me, myself, personally, I don't think so. The government has done a lot of things to their own people and... And it, it just, it makes it hard for us to believe the government. You know, obviously, if they didn't have anything to hide and it, they would tell us the truth about certain things, for example, like 9-11, I mean, there would be a lot of people that would, uh, you know, if, if it was true, if it was true, that's terrorist attack, okay. But the, but the, um, the proof and the and the science and the videos don't prove that. They just don't. So me talking to my friend, I mean, at the end of the day, we can go tit for tat. But it's the thing, for example, there was these two doctors from Bakersfield that did a, their own study. And they were saying, you know, we shouldn't be on this lockdown. Uh, there's no, there's no reason for us to be panicky. There's no reason for us to act like this and we should be opening the state, which I agree, but CNN, they went, they brought someone on, on, on their talk show and they said, no, we should be censoring them because they're putting false information. Now who decides what's false information? Who does? I think most people are saying World Health Organization and the CDC are like the two most accurate sources. And if anything contradicts them, then that's considered false information as far as CNN goes or any media outlets. Yeah. And but. But I don't think we should let. One person decide. Hey, this is false news. So we shouldn't listen to it. Because what if there's a possibility that it is true? The sources that I listen to are like when you have actual doctors talking about their experiences, mm -hmm. actual nurses talking about their experiences in the hospitals. How can that be false information if that's doctors letting you know what's going on behind the scenes? And that's what I'm saying because, you know, for example, I, I showed my friend this I think it was Dr. Judy. I think that's her name. And she did this in, uh, interview and she was talking about a lot of things that are going on in the medical industry and how it's bad. She's the one that um, initially started talking about how the deaths are being yeah. considered COVID-19, even if they're in there for something yes. else. And so, so do you think that the media or people are going to be like, oh no, 
she's telling the truth. That's okay. No. They're going to obviously say, oh, no, we're going to discredit her and prove her wrong. Just like the other two doctors, that video that YouTube keeps taking down. Exactly. So, again, if it was if it was fake, why are they why are they trying so hard to bring it down? I think their their justification is these people shouldn't be spreading, you know, false information. But and, and I come I back and I come back. Who decides what's false information? For example, if you if you search up flat earth, right? It gives you all these different articles for how f- flat earth is fake. Before you get to the, no, the you, ones trying to prove that. Yeah, you got to like keep going or you got to like write it differently until it pops up. But again, it's like obviously someone is censoring for us not to get that supposedly false information. Mm-hmm. But again, who decides that? You know, so. Again, like, we can go tit for tat. You know, oh, well, my my information says this. Oh, well, your information says that. Okay, but let's let's keep an open mind. And just the way that I'm going to listen to you, just listen to me. It's funny because I think most people can agree that the government doesn't have our best interest in mind or that the government lies. But then when it comes to these things, it's like we just... We just go by what they're saying. So, again, how you're saying, who decides what is false information? Well, the government does, and then everybody else follows. So, if you're not agreeing with what the government is saying, then you're considered to be saying false information. But it's like, then if you think about it from another point of view, I mean, do we think that the government really doesn't lie to us? No, the government does lie. And, and that's what I'm saying. I think it would be different if the government, if the, if the government didn't have a history of lying to us. Right. Of lying to us, then we would be like, okay, no, yeah, they're telling us the truth. But obviously they're not. Yeah. They're just not. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's what I wanted to say, you know, um, because obviously these, these things that, that, that I talk about, are things that I that I'm I'm looking at, things that I'm reading, and just things that are how do you say that? Coincidence? Coincidental? Yeah, that. And um it just doesn't make sense, you know? And um so so yeah, we were talking about that. We were talking about COVID, we we're talking about, you know, people uh we were actually talking about how if people die from COVID, you can't have a funeral with them. Yeah, that's been a big thing. I think people can't even see the body sometimes. And so I've heard of cases where, you know, the person has to die alone because you're not, they're obviously quarantining them. And then they die alone. Family doesn't get to see the body. Obviously, funerals aren't a thing because they require more than 10 people being there. I think there there are some cases where the family could maybe see them but not come close to the body. I don't know. I've just heard a lot of different things. But at the same time, their doctors are making false uh covid victim, right? False claims of like death? Yeah. Yeah. So, that's what those doctors were talking about. Well, we've had several doctors talk about it now. 
mm-hmm. that they are pressured to put COVID-19 if the patient was positive. But they might have died from something else. They could have died from, I mean, really anything else. And because they were positive for COVID-19, then they're pressured to put that on the death certificate. And I think the CDC was the one that put out the instructions on like, okay, this is what you're supposed to do. And I mean, hospitals have it in their best interest. If we're being transparent, I mean, hospitals, they, they're they a moneymaker. Like they, they make a lot of money. And if the government is going to give them free money, especially right now when billing is low because other kinds of surgeries are down, like mm-hmm. there's other non-essential surgeries that are being either postponed, canceled. So if you're making less money over here, then you need to make that up somehow. And if the government is offering, how much was the new CARES Act? 39000 for a patient that's, mm-hmm. you know, admitted with COVID-19. That's That's a motivator right there. I don't see how we can be like, no, there's no way they would ever do that. That's unethical. Like, no, money makes people do all kinds of stuff. The money makes the world go round. And $39,000, you are going to tell me that a hospital is going to spend that much money for a patient that's admitted with COVID-19? No, that's a profit that they're making. Oh, yeah. It's like I just went to the ER like a couple of months ago. I paid my deductible. And we got a bill for almost $400. I was like, what? Yeah, you got an, you got what, an x-ray? You got a shot. All right, all right. You don't got to let them know everything. I'm just saying it doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. But that's how people say that we need to have, um, what is that, uh, free health care? Yeah. I mean... Hospitals, if you look at their profit margins and how they build things out, nothing really makes sense because they, like, I think we're one of the countries that overcharge the most, if not the most, Mm -hmm. for anything done at a hospital. I mean, the price is just ridiculous. Yeah. I, I, I don't get it. Being admitted to the hospital, I mean, how much they bill your insurance compared to what you pay, I mean... It's just crazy, and most people don't really think about it because, oh, well, I have insurance, so it's covered. Um, but shouldn't be like that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much money they're making. I just want to tell you guys this. God has built our bodies very strong with a good imu- immune system. And I get it, okay? I get it. Not all the time is, you know, obviously there's been a lot of uh diseases a lot of viruses that have come and you know unfortunately killed a lot of people and i understand that but when it comes to this covid but when it comes to this covid our immune system is very 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 strong now these doctors, they were saying that uh, we're being so uh, we're being so clean. We're cleaning everything, and and we're staying home, and we're not helping our immune system to 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 fight bacteria because we're all wiping it away. And so, 
and and it's funny because I this is this is what I told one of my friends. If I was one percent right, you would want to check that. You want you would want to check that out, right? So, for example, there was a uh, there was a study uh, that said that uh, I believe it was eighty degrees or something like that that are uh, that the COVID uh, dies at a 80, 80 degrees Fahrenheit. Now our body is what, babe? Like ninety two point something. Ninety eight. Ninety. Okay, with even more, more reason. It dies in our system. Now, let's say that was true. But the media is telling you to stay inside, which you're. So let's say we're staying inside. We're not getting enough sun. Okay. We're not getting enough sun, which weakens our immune system, which we're not getting the vitamin D that we need. We're cleaning everything, which is not helping our immune system. We're watching all this fear-mongering media, which lowers our immune system. And we're just being scared. We're being, oh, what's going to happen? What's the fear, the fear, the fear? And I think, again, if I was 1% right, wouldn't you want to check that? Wouldn't you want just want to go outside for 20 to 30 minutes just to soak up some sun and see how you feel? Again, there's no money on healthy people. Mm-mm. There's no money on healthy people. Uh, it's funny because statistically, pneumonia has gone down. People are not dying from pneumonia anymore. Heart attacks. People are not dying from heart attacks. So what's what's really going on? I I I I still can't comprehend people wearing masks inside the car. I it just, I it it, yeah, it does not make any sense to me. I don't get it. Like by themselves too. No one else in the car. <laughs> They're just by themselves and, wearing and, a mask. And let's just list and if this is you just just stop it please just stop it when you get out of your car then put it on if you really want to but you're inside your own car it doesn't make any sense it doesn't so uh yeah that's that's what we were uh kind of talking about and just kind of talking about you know how this COVID is really, kind of, really kind of messing us up a little bit, and and now it's supposed to supposedly locked down till June first or the end July thirty first. Okay. In L.A. at least, I think that's L.A. City though, not the county, but I do think the county kind of follows what the L.A. mayor is saying. So, who is the L.A. mayor? That one guy, I don't know his name but he's on the news all the time lately because he makes those um is press conferences he, he's not the the governor right the governor is newsom right the california governor is yeah gavin newsom 
And he's the one that's making all these rules, though, right? Um, for California, yeah, but Eric, oh, Eric Garcetti is the L.A. mayor, but he can only speak for L.A. City. But again, the other cities kind of follow suit. So, um, so L.A. City is the one that said they're on lockdown till July 31st, so other cities might just kind of follow their lead. L.A. City was the, I think, the first city that closed down schools, for example, Everyone else followed. Which makes no sense because supposedly the ones that are the most prone to get COVID is from age, ages 80 and up. Yeah. Unless you're a teacher and you're 80 years old. Ugh. It's about your time to retire. I don't think there's teachers that old. <laughs> People retire at 70 max. Before that, usually. So here, here's the deal. Orange County... Has how many people? We said three point something million people. Uh, let's look it up. So the mayor went on, I believe it was Fox or something. There's no Orange County mayor. No. Because it's a county. So who, uh, who's the, the well? Who's the mayor over there? There's no. I mean, I think I don't know. There's no mayors are for cities. Isn't it? Well, isn't the mayor from Orange County? Mm. Or orange cities have mayors is what I'm saying. So maybe it was a mayor in a city in Orange County. Okay. Well, they were saying that uh, they have about three point three point one seven six million million people living there, and only fifty people fifty people have died from COVID. That's a percent of 0.000, like one, two or something. You literally have a better, I mean, not that I want you guys to get in, get in a car accident, but you have a greater chance on dying on a car accident than actually getting COVID. And that's the thing. Like now we're supposed to stop driving. Now we're supposed to take the cars off the road. It just doesn't make any sense. And we're in a shutdown for this. Now, watch this. We're in a shutdown. A lot of people are losing their jobs. A lot of people are not able to pay their rent. A lot of people have families, kids. What's going to happen to those kids? How are they getting fed? How are they being supported by their families that they can't work right now? You know, there's a lot of people. But... Again, the California is not making it any easier. People want to go to work, but it's not an essential business. So California is actually doing this to to their own people. They're the ones not letting them work. They're not the, they're the ones not letting them you know earn money open up their business because then they get fined. They get arrested. How people need to really understand their rights. They can't force you. They can't force me to wear a mask. It's a record. It could be a recommendation, but they cannot force you to do something. They can't. If it's a state order, I think they can argue that they can force you to yeah, do but, anything, but the constitution rules, over the state laws. 
Period. Yeah, you'd have to have like a whole, I don't know, court court case probably. So no, you just have to have the constitution. No, because the state can say, well, we're telling you to do this, so they can technically force you. Yeah, but it's not constitutional. The constitution well, doesn't over... The, the the state laws doesn't overwrite the constitution. Right, but there's no constitution law saying that they the state can't force you, so it would have to go to court. So there's a lot of state laws that aren't... Um, specified in the constitution so the federal government gives the states a lot of power over certain things and say it, it basically says like okay the state government is going to tell you what to do in this section or in this part of your life yeah so if the state tells you you can't go to work and it's state law right now then someone would have to sue the state if you don't agree that that's right. And then okay. it could go up in courts up until the Supreme Court and then the Supreme Court would rule. And if the Supreme Court if the Supreme Court rules against the state, then that's when it would be, you know, federal law. Okay. But you and me know that people right now if they want to do that, they can't. They can't what? Sue? They can't sue. They can't. For example, they want to take they want to vote Newsom Newson out. They can't because they can't go out. Yeah. They can't vote. Right. So how are they supposed to be able to do this? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's what's going on. You know, we can't go, we can't vote, we can't, uh, if we have, if we want to follow a complaint, I mean, who's really going to listen? You know, uh, I, I do want to share this one thing because it's pretty, um, it's pretty crazy to be honest with you. Uh, and I know, um, uh, a lot of things are happening in, in this world and it's just, I, I don't know where it's where it's going. I don't know where the the end game is. But we just got to be vigilant. We got to be vigilant. We got to be uh ready for for anything. Uh, I actually posted this on my Instagram. And it's this uh it's, it's this article called Are we playing right into their plan? Submitted by Garrett Gear, G A E R. Oh no, G E E R. And um, they're talking about this guy called Saul Alinsky. Uh, and I'm gonna let my wife, my wife, my wife, my wife read this because obviously, obviously. She talks a lot better than me, and she she oh my god I can't even talk. But she but she is proving your point. <laughs> exactly. So I'm just gonna let her read it because obviously, like I said, I can't read. So here it is. You can read. I can't read. Don't tell people you can't read. Um. Okay. Recall that Hillary did her college thesis on his writings, and Obama writes about him in his books. Who are they talking about? Oh, Saul Alinsky, I see. 
Okay. Saul Alinsky died about 43 years ago, but his writings influenced those in political control of our nation today. Died June 12, 1972. Carmel by the Sea, California. Education. University of Chicago. Spouse. Irene Alinsky. Books. Rules for radio. Oh, for radicals. Um, Anyone out there think that this stuff is happening today in the U.S.? All eight rules currently in play. So then it talks about the rules. How to create a social state by Saul Alinsky. There are eight levels of control that must be obtained before you are able to create a social state. The first is the most important. One, health care. Control health care and you control the people. Two, poverty. Wait, so what was the first one? Health care. And that's how people want... Uh, well, it seems more like the Democrats. They want to have free health care. Okay, two, poverty. Increase the poverty level as high as possible. Poor people are easier to control and will not fight back if you are providing everything for them to live. So, for example, like right now, how many people are being in poverty right now? How many people are out of work right now? And have filed for unemployment. I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess if you're if you're getting unemployment right now, I mean, you're making bank right now if you're on unemployment. A lot of people are making more than they do on their regular <laughs> jobs. Yeah. I know I heard of a friend who only worked one time per week, so they qualify for I don't know how much from the state, but then they qualify for the additional twelve hundred every two weeks. So I mean, that's. <laughs> that's a lot more than they were making oh yeah before coronavirus oh yeah i think i might have to go and apply for pretend you're unemployed yeah pretend <laughs> pretend all right so poverty three is debt increase the debt to an unsustainable level that way you are able to increase taxes and this will produce more poverty i think I mean, we can talk about student loans. Basically, everybody has student loans. That's money owed to the government. And it's funny because this whole new, uh, I believe it's called, oh, oh the, the HEROES Act? Is that what it's called? Um, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. The one with Nancy Pelosi, the one that she just uh, started. Proposed. Proposed. Oh, yeah. Is the HEROES Act, right? I think so. So I was reading, <laughs> I was reading it, and it says uh, loan forgiveness. I was like, okay, loan forgiveness. Okay, let me keep reading down. And they only said ten grand. Crank ten grand <laughs> is nothing for my uh, loan. I know some people. I mean, some people pay what thirty to forty thousand per year to go to college. Yep. I mean, you're gonna erase ten thousand of that, okay? <laughs> yeah, cool. I, I'm like, and and I kept reading, and it said something like, I think the max was thirty grand. But still, that's <laughs> that's nothing, like, cause in, in, interest so is 10, still, so ten thousand or or thirty. It was somewhere ten, between that. I think ten is for like people that are that are not struggling very much, I guess. Oh, it depends on your income level or something? Yeah, I think so. Mm. But again, 
let's say you owe, let's let's just say I don't know like two hundred thousand dollars, and thirty ten ten grand thirty grand doesn't make anything towards that because the interest keeps going up. It doesn't stop. You know, so you're just going to keep paying and paying and paying. Yeah, I think most millennials have accepted that um, those of us with student debt are basically in it for life. We'll be in debt for life. So I think this is right on. Unless anyone wants to help me out. So uh, if you guys want to help me out, let me know. Help a brother out. Four is gun control. Remove the ability to defend themselves from the government. That way you are able to create a police state. Okay. So I actually called a friend of mine, which he is in the military. He is in the Marines. And I just asked him how plausible would it be for the government to actually take the people's guns away? He says he doesn't see that anytime soon. There's a lot of people that have guns. There's a lot of military people that have guns. And they're not just going to. Military people, you mean like veterans in the country? Yeah. Veterans. And, uh, you know, our Second Amendment is there. Just it's, it's there to protect us from our own government. You know. It's not for hunting, you know, there's, and again, there's no criteria of what gun we can have and how big it is. And, you know, at the end of the day, man, if you want to have a bazooka, you can have a bazooka, (laughs) you know, and, and, you know, they say, oh, well, why do you need a bazooka? Okay. Well, when the military, when the coast guard comes in with their tanks, that's why. Yeah, I don't know. That's why. That seems like a lot though. And you, and you don't think they're going to do the most uh, to get security? But you're assuming that the government would use the military to fight their own people, right? Well, like I was talking to my friend. He says every state has their own National Guard. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and again, he, he says that it comes to a, it comes to a morality if they're willing to actually go against their own people. I doubt they would because, I mean, I know there's a lot of countries where it's a police state and they are going against their own people, but I don't think the U.S. would, I don't think we're there yet. I don't think the military. Well, I don't want to be there. Yeah, I don't think the National Guard would fight its own people. And I don't think we need bazookas. (laughs) Not saying take away our guns, but I mean, I'm just saying the amendment doesn't tell us uh, what we can and not have. That's what I'm saying, and people always try to say, "Oh well, it can't be this because it's, it has too many bullets." Speaking of gun control, all the shootings that were going on in the country right before all this happened, I think could have been, I mean, if we believe this, right, if we believe that, let's say, the Democrats want 
this kind of world. How do you Whoa, take? Oh, babe, you're talking about your own people here. Relax. How many times do I have to tell you I'm not a Democrat? Okay. Because you pride, you're like, oh no, I'm talking about my own friends. I gotta stop. They can actually listen to me and hear what I gotta say. Oh my god, here we go. I'm just saying, the amendment doesn't tell us what guns we can have and not have. And how Jocelyn, oh, my wife was saying, uh, all these killings and shootings, you know, to get con- gun control, I th- I don't think it was really happening. Like for example, like the Vegas shooting. Yeah, that was a big one. That was pretty obvious that there was something else going on. Mm-hmm. They were actually saying that there was more than one shooter. I mean, you can hear it in the videos. And then like, you have people trying to say that it's an echo. I mean, it's not an echo. You know what an echo sounds like. We're not dumb. It's like a full-on, you hear, you'll hear like a shooting that's close range to whatever camera was recording. Mm-hmm. And then a really far away one that... Does not sound like an echo at all. Not yeah. even the same amount of like, you know, sounds. Like it's like I mean, you know, it's not an echo. Oh yeah, no. But that's what they try to say. So, uh, yeah, I think, and and again, it's. I mean, it seems it seems to me that the Democrat Party or the left is the one always pushing for gun control. Always trying to get our guns away. And so, again, why? Again, by these rules, that's how you accomplish a socialist country. So, what what number was that? That was four. Okay, go on. Five, welfare, take control of every aspect of their lives. Food, housing, and income. So, for example, like, the unemployment, right? That's part of it. But, I mean, I'm sure people right now would probably qualify for for food stamps too, right? Because um, they lost their jobs. And I don't know. I have to, I'd have to look into that. Because I've heard of, like, there's millions of people that are applying for unemployment, but I wonder if they're also applying for, for welfare benefits. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, six, education. Take control of what people read and listen. And you take and you take God's word out of out of schools. You take. I I remember where they were trying to take away uh, God from from the uh, pledge of allegiance. When? Uh, this I mean this is when I was like a couple of years ago. Hmm. And. And obviously, there is a lot of people that that said no. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna say God. Um, but again, let me let me just take a moment with this because when I was at school, I never had a problem with that. Like when I when I was growing up, this they you know we all heard, you know, that they're taking Bibles away from from schools and stuff like that. Or, um, but I remember I would I would take my Bible out. And I would read my Bible. Um, a lot of my friends knew that I read the Bible. Um, I mean, I even remember uh, at lunchtime, I would go like we had the we had this little field, 
And me, me and some friends, we like made that our spot because we would we would play uh, football at lunch, and uh, and <laughs> man, we would go hard, man. We would go hard, but uh, I remember, you know, I would go, you know, kind of like in the middle of of the of the field. And, you know, I would kneel down and pray and just read a scripture. And then my friends would come and, you know, they would kneel, you know, next to me and we would read and, you know, we would ask, he would, they would ask questions and stuff like that. And, uh, I never had a problem with, you know, taking my, my Bible to, to school. Now, I hope that a lot of kids are taking their Bibles to school. There are reading their Bibles at, you know, at lunchtime or break, you know, because um, that's our freedom. That's our right. Yeah, know? I don't think, I mean, when they separated church and state or whatever, I think, I mean, they can't tell you not to read your Bible at school if it's like your own thing. I think they take it away from the classroom. In okay, but just, but just teachers look. Teachers are using the Bible to teach. Yeah, but just look at this. There's. There was this pastor that, uh, a, like about like twenty police officers, went and stopped the church, and said you know they couldn't have service, and yet when the pastor when the pastor went to go approach them, they were all together. There was all twenty of them, no masks, no no nothing. They weren't they weren't keeping their own, uh, you know rules. You know the six you know, feet distance and mask and stuff like that. It's like, why are they above the law? Now, you know, I really, really, really dislike, and I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that there's good cops out there. I'm pretty sure. But these bad cops are really making you guys look bad. They really are. Yeah. You know, there was this one, they they just killed a 60-year-old kid. He was running away from them. I mean, you can say, oh, well, then he shouldn't be running. So just because you're running away from the cops, you should lose your life? That doesn't make sense to me. I mean, we have a lot of people losing their lives over things that they're not necessarily doing wrong. Yeah, and but but I don't understand why why are the police officers that's their that's their go to. Yeah. Like reaching for their gun. Yeah. Oh, I'm in danger. Oh, let me get my gun out. This kid was running. Okay. This kid was running away and he had baggy pants and he was holding his pants with his left hand and running away from them. He didn't look back. He didn't say anything to them. He just, he, he jumped the fence and, and ran. And this officer said that he was fear. He was fearful for his life because he thought he was, in, he was going to get a gun and shoot him. What are you talking about? And when they, sh and this guy doesn't shoot him, you know, in the leg or in, uh, in the arm. No, he shoots him in the back of his head. And then one uh, his partner, when he shot him, he told him, Hey man, that was a good shot. Like, how is that okay? That I... There's too many of them out there. And, I mean, 
more and more are getting caught on camera, but there are a lot and that, lu- that and luckily, don't. luckily, um, where they shot this boy, that house had a camera. Oh, that's good. But yeah, I mean, you never know. There's houses that don't have cameras. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of them that aren't getting caught. I think all police officers should be wearing body cams, and they should not be allowed to mess sure. with them. Yeah, because there was that one. There was that one cop in New York. I think it was New York that um, I think his footage was messed with because they he had actually planted drugs and he was removing that part of the, the video footage. So you had these people being arrested for drug possession mm-hmm. when he had actually put them there. He would just, just oh, yeah. So there should be some kind of law where they all wear them. I mean, if anything, they should be live. Like we should have access to view mm-hmm. all camera footage like for body cams because they're working for us. They're supposed to be there exactly. to pr- protect us. They're working for us. But that, th- they don't act that way. They act like and, they're and, above the law. And I think, I think most of them act like they're above the law. And I think a lot of people don't really fully understand that they're working for them. Yeah. You know, and uh, they're there to quote unquote protect and serve like, okay. For example, like there, I think the guy was from from Boys, all right, somewhere around here, close to in California, here in LA, there was this guy walking, and the officer, you know, he, he was arresting him, and yeah, I mean, he had a mouth, of course he did. That's not a, that's not against the law no. to cuss at an officer. Yeah. So I mean, he turned his, you know, he 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 turned around, he you know, he gave his hands, and the police officer just went ham. Yeah, like they get upset that you're disrespecting them. It's like it's not it's not a law no. to respect them. You don't have to respect them. No. And the worst thing is the uh there was a lady uh, uh I think it was like in the front of the house on the left on the right and the lady was like, "You know, you need to stop. You know, you're doing something wrong or whatever." And the officer was like, "Shut up and go inside." But what he didn't know was that there is a lady behind them recording from their house. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, and then when the cops, when the, when the, you know, the backup arrives, he started saying, oh, he hit me. Yeah. I was protecting myself. Yeah. That's ridiculous. What? I'm telling you, I think they should all be wearing body cams. These And be- there's actually statistics that show that cities that make their cops wear body cams, you have police brutality go down. At least a little bit. So, should be something. Man, that was a good team. But there's also saying that there's a there's a statistics where where people own guns, they have less crime. Yeah, because I think a lot of that crime isn't real. I think like the drug possession that that I was telling oh, you about. Talking or... about that. Talking about that. There's this video. I think I posted it on my Instagram. There's this cop and he's right in the I don't I don't think he, he saw the people on his on his right but there's these people <laughs> recording him and he's planting drugs on him That's what I was just talking about I know but I I I think it was a different one Oh and these and the people were recording him and he was and when he did that he was like the people were like hey what are you doing what are you doing hey and so the cop looked at them and got mad yeah. And started chasing them <laughs> to grab their phone. What's he going to do, shoot them? 
Probably. I mean, it was in a uh, black and like, community. Yeah, you can't take away people's phone for recording you. No, it's like, a, you know, it, that's not their. I, I mean, I don't know, man. That's what I'm saying. They should all have body cams. I think they all should. And then, yeah, crime's gonna go down because you're gonna realize that, hey, maybe there's not that many criminals. Yeah. I don't why know. why do we ha- why do we have the most people in in prison? Why does this country have the most out of every country in the world? I mean, why? I think a lot of those people are innocent, and yeah. they don't have enough money. The way that the justice system works, it's not actually looking for justice. It the people with the most money get away with bigger crimes more often. At, I mean, and people with no money, I mean, they can't afford yeah. a good, a good attorney. Lawyer. So for that reason, you're now gonna like spend. Your life in prison doesn't make any sense. So y- what you're telling me is that the more money you have, the better chance you have of getting off. Like, how does that make sense? Yeah, like there was this. Remember that rich white boy where he raped this girl, and and they let him out because obviously he was his parents were rich. I don't remember. Uh, um, I think cops found him raping this girl in the back of an alley. I mean, I I don't doubt it. I and feel I like think that I think she was like drunk or or something, and this kid was raping her, and he he didn't spend that much time in jail. Yeah, but I mean, if they were to find a black man doing that, yeah, I don't know. And and that's what and that's the thing, right? Our I think it's called our our lady justice. She has a blindfold. I was just telling you this a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. She has a blindfold. Which means that it, her 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 uh, her judgment is blind. Yeah, that's not true. Yeah, and so she's supposed to. It, she's not going to lean to towards anyone. She's going to hear the facts and 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 judge that way. And who is Lady Justice? She's supposed to be just like a representation of the justice yeah. system or something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, our justice system is not blind. That's for sure. Yeah. So. You know. <sighs> That's just what's happening right now. So can, can you continue with the other other rules? Oh, um, forgot all about it. What number were we at? Uh, we're at education. education. Okay, so eight is class welfare. Oh, warfare. Divide the people into the wealthy and the poor. This will cause more discontent, and it will be easier to take tax. That doesn't make sense. And it will be easier to take tax the wealthy. How does that make sense? It will be easier to take the wealthy with the support of the poor. So just make them more poor. Oh, I think it means it will be easier to tax the wealthy with the support of the poor. Mm. What? Hmm. I don't. I don't get that. What's the next one? Um, I think that was it. Does any of this sound like what is happening in the United States? Alinsky merely simplified Vladimir's Vladimir Lenin's original scheme for world conquest by communism under Russian rule. Stalin described his converts as useful idiots. The useful idiots have destroyed every nation in which they have seized power and control. It is presently happening at an alarming rate in the U.S. It is difficult to free fools from the chains they revere so now i want to ask you guys this do you guys know who saw alinsky is if you don't know uh 
this guy was a Freemason and a cult leader. And let's just let's just see one of the things that he said. He was a Satanist, right? Yeah, he was a Satanist. And Hillary Clinton says that that was his idol. Her idol? Her idol, whole her role model. That's what she said. So let's see her role model. Uh, Wait, and... And Obama, Obama, too. Oh, Obama writes about him in his books. That's what this says. But Hillary wrote her college thesis on his writings? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so they were doing an interview with him, and they said, let's say that if there is an afterlife and I have anything to say about it, I will un unreservedly choose to go to hell. And they asked him, well, why? He His response was, hell would be heaven for me. All my life, I've been with the have-nots over here. If you're a have-not, you're short of dough. If you're, if you're a have-not in hell, you're short of virtue. Once I get into hell, I'll start organizing the have-nots over there. And they asked him, why them? His response was, they're my kind of people. That's that's Hillary Clinton's role model. A Satanist. Now, obviously this is the Theology Hive podcast. I wouldn't want to go to hell. Was he like openly a Satanist or people yeah. just kind of believe he no, was? Oh yeah, he was. He, he and he always talked about Lucifer. Did he? Yeah. Um but I do want to talk about this other well before I go to the other topic. Uh I do want to take some time uh a different podcast and kind of going through through with um the topic of how one can be saved. There's a lot of people, a lot of people seeking God right now. There's a lot of people that are um, really trying to look for the truth. And they're seeking. And, and if if I can help, especially trying to help them out on how to be saved, I, I really want to do that. So I'll just give you guys a preview or kind of like the main points of how to be saved. Uh, one is believing that Jesus is God. Knowing in your heart that he is God, that he is your God. And two, being baptized in Jesus' name, just how Acts 2.38 says. And then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And again, if if you read Acts 2.38, it says that you will receive the gift of speaking in tongues. And then from there, 
you have a relationship with God. You search scriptures daily. You seek his face, you pray, you fast. And just like just like you're in a relationship, I mean, you want to tell everybody. You know, just like the lady in the well, when God, when Jesus uh, proves himself to be the Messiah, she didn't go out quietly back to back to her uh, her town. She went back out and started telling everybody that the Messiah was here. So we, especially in the social media, we can reach a lot more people than going door to door. Again, when Jesus says, go ye through all the nations, he doesn't, he doesn't tell us how to do that. So he gives us that, that open door for us to reach people. You know, and that's, my platform, that's what I want to use my platform for, to preach the gospel, to reach the gospel. And, yeah, I, I mean, we talk about, you know, what's going on in today's world and and um, just so we can, you know, talk about it and, and kind of be informed, informed and, and you know, but, 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 again, for people to do their own research, you know, just don't listen to me and, and my wife. You know, do your own research. You know, you see where where the where the uh, research takes you. So, believing in God, being baptized in Jesus' name, and preaching His word. That's that's what we need to do to be saved. So again, I'll, I'll go more in detail on that on the next episode. But um, kind of switching gears, I do want to talk about um, Pizzagate. Mm. I want to talk about Pizzagate. I kind of went into this rabbit hole of Of how crazy it is in our world, all these people, all these pedophiles. There's this. There's actually this guy that that started naming a bunch of celebrities. You remember we were hearing that last night? No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Uh. Oh. Okay, well, before I, I go, um, oh no, never mind. We already talked about that. Uh, his name, if I can, I think his name was Isaac Cappy, Isaac Cappy, and can I can I let them hear what what he said? I think so. Cause, um. It'll be a lot better if if he says it than than me because. And and the crazy thing is, they actually right after this. 
they actually killed him. Mm-hmm. So let's see what he has to say. Let me put this on Bluetooth. Okay, it's connected. Let's see if you guys can hear it. Try to kill me. Do you know anyone who was murdered because of this? Not personally. Um, not personally, but people are murdered for it. I'm not suicidal. Am I afraid of something? I'm, I should be, because bad things are coming my way. I can assure you of that. The first time Isaac really understood what was going on in the industry was when he was confronted by his best friend known as Seth Green. This is where he admitted he was into pedophilia. Well, the first time it really hit me was at Seth's. Seth said, we now need to have a talk about chicken. And then he basically, basically admitted that he's a pedophile. The word chicken has been used as a code word in the WikiLeaks from Hillary Clinton to represent a child. In these WikiLeaks, she had stated, with fingers crossed the old rabbit's foot out the box in the attic, I will be sacrificing a chicken in the backyard to Moloch. If you're wondering who Moloch is, he was a deity that was worshiped thousands of years ago and what is believed to still be going on today. In order to praise him, they would sacrifice their children. Oh, I'm not gonna talk about Tom Hanks either, who is also a pedophile. Tom Hanks, folks, is a pedophile. Uh, there's this girl, Sarah uh, Ruth Ashcraft, on Twitter, who has been accusing Tom Hanks of raping her when she was 13. Her dad sold her to Tom Hanks. She's been accusing him for months and months and months and months and months. He's never addressed it. Tom Hanks had posted this Instagram picture a couple weeks back. It states, historic Route 66 roadkill? I hope not. This was a clear play on words to predict exactly how Isaac was going to be killed. It's no coincidence that he was suicided by jumping off of a bridge, as they say, and landing on a highway and being killed by a car. The higher you go, the more, the more sick it gets. You heard it's cannibals. Yeah, there is cannibalism. Look into Marina Abramovich. If you're just getting started with this stuff, Look into Marina Abramovich. The person who he is referring to is extremely high up in the industry and associated with many famous celebrities. It's clear as day that what she is doing is satanic, but she calls it performance art. She hosts these parties where they do mock human sacrifices. She is also involved with what is known as spirit cooking. It's an occult ancient ritual where she mixes together these ingredients such as sperm and breast milk. After she is done with that, she throws it on what looks like a mock child. If you don't know who John Podesta is, do some research. Oh, absolutely disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. John Podesta was the face of Pizzagate, as well as exposed in the WikiLeaks. He has ties to the Clintons and Obama, and this is the artwork that is openly showed in his home. If this doesn't scream pedophilia, I don't know what does. Steven Spielberg is a pedophile. See how easy that was, Corey? I didn't need $10 million. I just said it. In a new YouTube video, the former child star vowing to expose a ring of Hollywood pedophiles who he claims have abused thousands of children. I can name six names, one of them who is still very powerful today. Feldman posting the video after launching an online campaign 
aimed at raising $10 million to fund his plan to reveal what he calls the truth. Dan Schneider, oh my God. Yes, Dan Schneider is, <laughs> of course a pedophile. Is Oprah a pedophile? Well, let's see. Hanks, Weinstein, I mean, the company she keeps as rich as she is, I have a feeling she is very high up in the cult. And this, make no mistake, this is a cult. There is a widespread cult that is worldwide. And it's fucking bad, guys. It's, what about Dave Chappelle? I think he knows quite a bit. Why did he run away to Africa? Why was he so freaked out? 28th of last year, Dave abruptly walked away, not only from the set of the show, but from $50 million, which left his fans shocked and most everyone completely puzzled. You know, when you're a guy that generates money, yeah. people have a vested interest in control. Interest in control. They were trying to get me to take psychotic medication. Why did they throw Kanye in an insane asylum right after he called out Facebook and Google? And saying that they lied to you? Why did they throw him in an insane asylum and drug him for days? Why? And I'm about the sunken place I can think and I could just be yay and just express how I feel. It was the scariest moment of my life. But you thought yeah. they were gonna drug you or kill you? I or... thought I was gonna get killed. I'm, I'm in the hospital. How pills you think I was given? Seven! I went from taking two pills to taking seven. I was drugged the fuck out, bro. Jimmy Savile, Jimmy Savile raped and murdered hundreds of kids over the, over the course of three decades or longer. No one ever looked into it. And he hung out with the royal family. He was knighted. He was knighted. And that's why when people say the news is fake, it's because it's run by these people who are into some very, 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 very sick stuff. We have been brainwashed for our whole lives. Uh, you can break someone's subconscious mind. Um, if you're not aware of any of this stuff, look into MKUltra. MKUltra mind control rules in Hollywood. If, if you don't know, Google that and look into it. What are you gonna, what, what's the worst that happens? You die? We all die. We all die. Might as well die doing something good. Everyone's afraid. They're afraid to come out. It's it's scary, guys. People get killed over this shit. It happens all the time. Um, it happens all the time. Aren't you concerned for my life? Uh, yeah. But more importantly, I'm concerned for I'm concerned for everybody because this shit has been going on forever. <laughs> I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Start researching. I want everyone to wake up. So, yeah, that is what's going on. And, um, you know, sadly, they, they, uh, murdered him, you know? Yeah, that can't be a coincidence. I mean, he exposed all these people and then. And again, if it's, if it's fake, why would they kill him? It's like Epstein. Epstein didn't kill himself. Right. They literally hired someone to kill him. Why? Because he had dirt on a lot of people. Mm -hmm. 
Now, who is uh, friends with Epstein? Bill Gates. I'm looking at Tom Hanks' post. I mean, it's literally, it's literally there. It doesn't make sense if, I mean, it's just a picture of some dirt. And his, I mean, what? It literally just says historic Route 66. Roadkill? Check, check where Isaac, what, uh, what was his name again? Isaac. Cappy. Cappy, uh, where did he die? Um, in Arizona, it says. But uh, on a freeway, on Route 66? Let's see. So, uh, again, knowing that these people do this, obviously they're doing it as a satanic ritual. Now, if there's satanic ritual, what did you think that a God exists? If the devil or if Satan exists, or demons exist. Wouldn't you think God exists? You know, so there's a lot of a lot of things that are going on in the background that we don't really see. And when we see, and when people bring that to our attention, they're like, oh no, they can't be. But why? Because it messes up with their with their mentality, their for example, let's say Tom Hanks. Like, how many people have grown up watching Tom Hanks? Yeah. How many people have been watching Oprah? Yeah. And and you know who is getting a lot of uh, backlash to? Hmm. Ellen. For? She actually posted something. I don't know if you can look it up. Uh, it said something about how do you like your pizza with, uh, or how do you eat your pizza with a fork or a knife? And what? and we all know uh, if if you search for Pizzagate, the reason why it's called Pizzagate is because these pedophiles use code words uh, and pizza. So um, they use pizza a lot. Just like chicken. Yeah, chicken. They use food. Yeah, basically. they use food. But the reason why this was called Pizza Gate was because this was actually going on at a pizza parlor, yeah. And their logo was from that uh, from the FBI's uh, pedo uh, pedophilia signs that mm-hmm. you know that uh, blue triangle the triangle, yeah. You know, and that pe- the the logo was I mean it wasn't blue, but it was I think it was like yellow yellow red, and and people didn't. The news just said, "Oh no, it's it's not, uh, it's not real," and and they actually told CNN. I forget, I forget that guy's name, uh, but he, but I think his brother is the governor of New York. Uh, and he actually said that it's against the law to search for what's his name, Weiner. Is is it Doctor Weiner? Well, it, he was something with the Clintons. Well, they had a lot of a lot of stuff on his laptop that they said that even the the highest uh, uh, not researchers the what is that the uh, the the people that go and search for for like murders and stuff what what are they called. 
detectives? Yeah, the detectives, like veteran detectives, were, would watch what's what was on their lap on his laptop, and that and they would actually go and throw up because that's how bad it was. There's actually a there was actually a police officer that watched what what was on what was on the videos, and he actually killed himself because wow. how sickening how evil it was now again piece of gate is about pedo- uh, pedophiles and a lot of kids are being uh trafficked there's a lot of um a lot of a lot of things that are going on that we don't really see or we just don't care or we just don't want to believe that there are people out there that really do these things but if you guys just search that's that's what the that's what the devil and his minions are are up are that's what they're they're doing right now that's their thing my theory is the reason why they get children is because scripture says the the kids were coming to Jesus and you know there were a lot of kids around him and the the soldiers told Jesus or I mean I'm sorry they told the 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 kids hey leave the, leave leave him alone but then Jesus said it's fine for the kingdom of of heaven is theirs. So when a child dies, they have no sin. So they they go to heaven, or they wait until the rapture. And you know he, so how how um how do I say this? How would the devil, the jealousy of the devil would be so great that these kids can die and go to heaven and they're the purest thing and yet he can't go up to heaven no more. He's jealous, he's mad, he's frustrated because he knows at the end of the day he's going to spend, and he's going to spend uh, in hell all eternity. So he's so jealous that he wants to make them suffer here on earth? Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's not hard to believe that the devil has the ability to give people a lot of power. Mm -hmm. He can influence a lot of things here on earth. And so if these people, you know, are really involved in this whole Pizzagate thing and they have all this power... I mean, I don't know. I think the devil could easily just give them that power in exchange for them being a part of this cult or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you guys want to watch a video or document documentary of this, uh, you guys can go, and it's called Out of Shadows. 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 What did I say? Shadows. It's not chateaus. No. Shadows. Chateaus. 
So, so yeah, uh, yeah, and and that's kind of what's you know what's really going on. But again, if you guys don't want to search it, I mean, I and I, it, it's not for everyone. Okay, it's not for everyone. And um, so I, I'm, but again, if you guys, if you guys don't believe me, you know, search it yourselves. But if you believe me and don't want to, then just, just, just acknowledge that there are evil people out there that are devil worshipers, especially in Hollywood. There's, there's even people, they, there's a lot of people that say that they sold their soul to the devil. Yeah. You know, they have said, oh, if you want to make it in Hollywood, you have to sell your soul to the devil. Yeah, and they'll sing about it in their songs. And and people are like, oh, no, but it's just a song. Oh. <sighs> I mean, I, 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 I don't know what to tell you. I mean, just like they're spreading the devil's message. We need to spread God's message. Th- that's how important it is. We need to spread the word. We need to be able to speak the word and not be ashamed of, oh, this guy is going to be talking about God. Oh, this this guy is too religious for me. Hey, man, <laughs> the Bible says that fo- you know, following him is narrow. And the other, other road is wide. And there's a lot of people walking that wide road because it's easy. It's really easy. You know, when you come to Christ, you got to change your life. You got to change your life. You know, when you, when you get baptized, you're born again. Your old self died. Your sinful, your sinful old self died and you're reborn with Christ. And you have and, and you walk with Christ. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you're you're walking with Christ and you're going to make it a heaven. How, that's the most amazing thing that God is going to give us. You know, because we don't deserve it, but God gives it to us. Because we've been faithful, we've been preaching, we've been spreading the word. And I hope, you know, that I can uh, pierce your heart, and and this and 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 that me spreading the word can move you a certain way. You know, there's a lot of people that don't believe in God, but there's a lot of things that are happening right now. That scripture talks about. There's a lot of prophecies. You know. Oh well how do you know the scripture. Or the Bible is real. Well, Historically speaking. It proves that the Bible is real. You know. And again you can. You can do. You can do your own research. Read the, the, the scriptures. And. And be closer to God. But at the end of the day, let's just say at the end of the day. 
if you follow God, if you if 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 you believe in God and you and and you are baptized in Jesus name and you are filled with the Holy Ghost and you and you preach the gospel. And. And nothing happens when you're dead. Then, OK, cool. But what if that one percent. Is true. Wouldn't you be glad that you that you turned your life to, to, to Christ, that you, that you were baptized in Jesus name, that you were filled with the Holy spirit, that you share the gospel, that you were in a shame and that now you, you can enjoy life in heaven. Just for that 1% that, that it might be right. You know, the Bible says that as long as we have a mustard seed faith, a mustard seed faith. So we can believe, we can have faith and believe that God is real. Even though all this stuff is is going on, you know, and it just seems so too dark. But just believe, because God is not giving us the, the spirit of fear, but of power and of a sound mind and love. So, so again, God is, is helping us daily. Let's not just ignore him. If there's that one percent chance that that he might be real then come to him confess that god is your lord that confess that jesus is your god you know and and i guarantee you man i guarantee you guys that this will be the best choice you have ever done you know i know a lot of people again the road to 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 hell is wide. You know, you can do anything and everything that you want to do. You know, but when you're in a relationship with God. You're not doing the things of the world no more. You're not of this world. You're doing things for God. So you're not fornicating. So you're not lusting. You're not. Uh being drunken and not sober. You know, and and obviously there's a lot of theological questions about, oh well, what can I do? Or or can I do this? Can I do that? Well but I was just reading a book and they they um he was saying that people are so sober spirit, spiritually speaking you're so sober that you just question everything. But when you're filled with, with the word of God, when you're filled by the spirit, you don't care about your, oh, about this. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, I can't wear this. Or you don't care about that because you're so filled with the spirit. You just want to do right with God. And I think that's where we need to be at, at a place where all this doesn't matter as long as I'm, as long as God is on my mind, 
as long as I'm worshiping God, as long as I'm meditating in God, as long as I'm reading his scripture, as long as I'm learning, as long as I'm preaching, as long as I'm not being ashamed of the gospel, we can, we're going to, we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. So again, guys, if you guys, if you guys, uh, you don't want to, uh, request prayers or anything like that you guys can hit me up on my instagram theology high podcast you can email me at theology high podcast at gmail.com and i also have twitter but i'm not really good with twitter twitter and what else do i have facebook oh yeah i do have a facebook i have a facebook theology hive podcast page uh, you guys can hit, hit me up on there, too. And uh, let me see what else. That's about it. And, yeah, I'm working on my website. Uh, and if you guys could just bear with me, and I'll have that up and running. But, again, guys, if if I can, if, if I can just share one thing with you guys, just know that God is not giving you the spirit of fear but of love, power, and of a sound mind. I understand that sometimes we have fear, but that shouldn't rule our lives because God's with us. So I hope that I can encourage you that, you know, Besides this whole COVID thing and, and us not being able to get a drink because we're outside of a store now because, because we don't have a mask on and because all these pedophiles are out there, satanic rituals, you know, we're going to be okay. God's going to deal with that. God's going to deal with those people more than what we can. Yes, we can be upset and we can think about the worst thing that we can do to those people. But you know what? That's not our job. We got to let God handle that situation. And believe me, he will. He will. In Jesus' name, he will. So I encourage you guys. I hope that your week uh, is great. I hope that you will uh, continue to support me by just listening. And I really, really, really appreciate that. Thank you so much. I mean, I can't I can't express how happy I am that you guys are listening. I'm I'm just so so thankful. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And again, I want to thank my wife for being on this podcast with me. And uh do you have any last words? Uh nope. Stay safe out there. You got you got nothing, huh? I just said Stay safe I, I've been talking for like 15 minutes. You can't even <laughs> take like one minute. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything else. Okay. Well, do you maybe do you have something, some encouragement for for the for the women out there? Maybe. Um. Wow, she has nothing, guys. I'm not good at words of encouragement, but uh, yeah, we should all stay safe.
All righty, guys. There you go. Stay safe. Stay safe. God bless you guys. And I will see you guys on the next one. And thank you so much for being with me.